Welcome to Be The Tortoise. My name is Claudia and this podcast is dedicated to all of us rushing women out there. Whether you feel like you're running through life or maybe just trying to find a little more balance in your day. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real authentic deep dives into everything mindset, yoga, self-love, mindfulness and everything in between. I am beyond excited to go on this journey together as we slow down, reconnect to our highest self and rediscover what it feels like to live a life filled with alignment. Let's dive in. Welcome back everyone to Be The Tortoise episode number two. This episode is called Intention and if you have come back to this podcast after listening to episode one or maybe you haven't listened to episode one yet, I'm so grateful that you are here. Thank you so much for listening. I am going to be keeping this episode hopefully short and sweet. So this is a nice quick one for you to listen to on your drive to work or maybe on a walk. So as you can see in the title, this episode is called Intention, and I'm going to be speaking on why intention is everything. Why is intention so important? And I wanted to start off with why intention is so important in yoga, because intention actually has always been something that I've really wanted to look into, but it wasn't until I actually did my YTT, which is my yoga teacher training, that I fully understood and really got why intention is so important. So in yoga, in the asana practice especially, everything is completely intentional. And as a teacher, when I actually create my classes, every single movement, every single posture, every single breath, every single thing that I put into the routine, I'm going to call it a routine, I'm a dancer, (laughs) is intentional. I will never do a posture that isn't intentional or doesn't have a purpose for the posture coming next. In, in our practice, in our asana practice, which is the physical movement practice, we work towards a peak pose. And if you've ever done an asana practice, you know that towards the end of the class, there will be a more challenging shape. I'm talking about vinyasa, by the way. I'm not talking about yin or other styles of yoga. I teach vinyasa a lot, and that's what I'm speaking on. So when I go to create my postures, when I go to create my routine, what I am focusing on is how can I flex, move in ways that open up the right muscle groups, that open up the body to then achieve what we would call a peak posture. So everything is intentional. For example, if I want to work on my Natarajasana, which is dancer's pose, I'm going to make sure that my hamstrings are released. I'm going to make sure all the postures leading up to dancer's pose going to strengthen through my quads, going to externally rotate through my shoulders to make sure that I feel good when I enter the peak pose. So every single thing in the practice is very, very intentional. Now, I remember actually asking, uh, look, I asked a lot of questions when I did my YTT, like I'm a talker, hence why I'm doing the podcast. (laughs) And I love to ask questions. And I remember asking a lot of questions in my yoga teacher training. And it's funny because the response that I would get from my teachers was usually the same. And it could be anything. I could be asking, oh, why, um, you know, why do I do this pose or why is this breath 
for this practice, like whatever it was. And the response that I got was always, is there an intention behind what you want to do? I'd always be responded to with a question, with that question. Why why are you doing this, basically? And if there is an intention behind what I want to do, then great, do it. There wasn't any particular answer that I would be given. It was that question that helped me figure out myself, discern between what actually should go into practice and what should be left out. And I remember taking this into other elements of my life. So looking at an asana practice, making sure everything was was intentional in the routine, I started to observe how intention is so, so important off the mat and in our day-to-day life. So from this advice, I started to not only create really intentional practices, and if you ever come and do one of my vinyasa practices, you will know and you will probably see a pattern of a very, very intentional practice. I will stretch, I will move, I will do the breath that will best serve the peak posture. But I not only started to focus on intention in my practice, I started to practice intentional living in every element of my life, in every single area. So intention really helps us discern between what is beneficial to us and what we can let go of. In other words, it creates a plan of actions that are in full alignment and serve our purpose without all the extra fluff. Now, I I like that word. I like using that word, all the extra fluff, because think about our to-do lists. Think about the 20, 30, fire up 50 things sometimes that are on our to-do list and sometimes it just keeps growing because if you have an off day you just keep the to-do list and then I don't know if you're anything like me you just start adding to that to-do list the next day and the next day and the next day and all of a sudden it becomes a massive to-do list and you feel overwhelmed you might feel like how how on earth am I going to do all this so So, so, so this episode is going to speak on how we can actually not only eliminate things from our to-do list, but and get rid of the fluff, get rid of the fluff, the stuff that doesn't actually need to number one, potentially be done. And number two is holding us back from prioritizing the things that are really important. So if the focus is intentional living and making sure that we are prioritizing the things that serve us and leaving behind all of the things that don't, then we need to start asking ourselves, why are we doing things? Why are we doing this particular action, this particular call, this particular movement, whatever we are doing, it doesn't matter what it is, you need to start asking why you're doing it. And what is the intention behind your action? So these are a few questions that I like to ask myself and usually it's quite quick the answers when I'm listening into the wisdom of my own body when I say yes to something or before I actually agree or don't agree to something. I usually like to understand the intention behind why I'm about to answer in whatever way I'm going to answer. First one is, are you doing this action? Is, Is it to people please? Is it to be liked? Are you saying yes to something to be liked? potentially are you feeling obligated to do this thing do you want to say no but you just don't really want to say no because it's going to potentially hurt someone's feelings it's very similar to why be people please do you have an expectation to get something in return are you doing something to then receive something back so potentially that person doesn't even know that you want something back but you're doing something so then they potentially owe you without even knowing it 
does it align with your values, your morals, and your beliefs? And this is something huge. We will go more into this later in this episode, but this is a big one. Does it align with your values, morals, and beliefs? Do you actually want to do the thing? This is a really big question. Like, do you really want to do whatever you've been asked to do or whatever you have on your to-do list? Do you actually want to do it and why? So there's a lot of different ways that you can ask this question, but it's basically just asking yourself, why do I have this thing on my to-do list? Why is this something that I prioritize? Why does it feel necessary for me to accomplish this thing? And those are just a few of my questions that I ask internally. You don't have to put them like that. If you have a better way of articulating that question, then go for it, whatever works for you. But the point is, why are you prioritizing that thing? Now, when you look through these things, for example, it could be something like this, like where you spend your money. All right. So it's on your to-do list and you've written, oh, I need a new jacket. Just say, just say, (laughs) or I'd like, you know, buy more active wear or whatever it is. Now to some, this could be a serious thing. Like you genuinely need more active wear for whatever it is. So the intention behind that is, okay, I need active wear. So then it motivates me to go and train. If that is your why, if it actually is going to motivate you to go train, amazing. That intention is aligning with your values, hopefully. But for myself, for example, I have plenty of active wear. And for a lot of us, we already have active wear. If I put that on my to-do list, I'm just adding to my cognitive load of things I need to do and I really don't need more active wear. So my intention is to potentially fuel my ego, which isn't actually in alignment with my values because I don't really want to fuel my ego. It's already got enough stuff going on. (laughs) The world in general, general fuels our ego. So I don't need to add to that. Right now, I don't need more active wear. So another example could be that you have been invited to an event or some somewhere where you sort of want to go. It's on your to-do list of things you need to go and accomplish, but there's a part of you that's also like, nope, I have other things I need to do or my plate's too full right now and it would just be adding too much if I went. Now, you want to go because potentially you like the person, you want to be liked. If you're really looking deep within yourself, like asking these questions, do I feel obligated? Do you want to say no, but you don't know how to say no? Do I, if I go, do you have an expectation that they will do then something for you in return? Like asking yourself these deep questions, why are you doing the thing? Why is this thing on your to-do list? And when you start to ask yourself why and get to the bottom of why, like truly, that's Doug. By the way, if anyone can hear that, that's Doug, my puppy, groaning in the background. (laughs) Just the reality of having a Vizsla. Um, Asking yourself why before you actually agree to something, which is a whole nother story. Once you've agreed to it, you're then looking into integrity. But before you actually agree, ask yourself why this is a priority. And if it is not a priority, if it is not a full body yes, learning to say no and then crossing that thing off the to-do list will help you feel a sense of ease. It will bring you back into your power. It will keep you in alignment with your morals, values, and beliefs. 
And when you do that, you will not feel this urgency or all this sense of overwhelm because everything that you want to do is done out of a full body yes rather than a maybe. Now, I want to bring something up that can be really, really challenging, and that is the line between helping everyone and wanting to be there for everyone and go and do this and do that and help that person and all of these things. Like It could even come down to work. Like You genuinely want to go to work to be a part of the team, to help the team, or in my case, cover a class because covers over winter especially are challenging. However, the line between doing that and self-respect and setting your boundaries is really, really challenging. Now, I wanted to offer a few questions. I like to ask myself these three questions every time I feel unsure about what to do. So I, I want to be there. I want to help. I want to give, but I also don't know if I should or not. First question, how full is my own cup? In other words, do I have the energy? Hello, Doug. Do I have the energy to help right now? Number two, do I have the space right now, physically, mentally, and emotionally, to help right now? Do I feel like I have, whether it be time, like physical time? Do I have the emotional capacity? Do I feel full enough within myself to then give to somebody else? And mentally, like, do I feel like somewhat at ease with my myself right now to then be giving to another human without feeling depleted myself? And the third question, how can I contribute in a way that feels authentic and doesn't cross my own boundaries? So this could almost be like a negotiation sort of thing. So instead of covering for, in my case, three classes that someone's asked, maybe I only cover one. And working out authentically what feels right in my body. And this is a big one. Asking your inner wisdom. We we know deep down, we always know what is right for us. That question of I don't know or that statement, I should say, that is when we don't listen, like deeply listen to our own gut feeling. Our intuition knows what we need. We always know what we need. It's just whether we are tuned in enough to actually authentically express what we need in each moment. And therefore, whether we say yes or whether we say no, what is the why? Why do we do things? Why do we need to say no sometimes? Why do we say yes? Now, if you are a mum, and I'm not a mum, I hope very, very much to be a mum one day, but I am not a mum at the moment, I can't. I can only imagine how challenging this would be because your child is your everything. And regardless if you're exhausted and you're tired and your cup is empty and all of these things, you need to be there for your child. And this is where it can become really, really challenging to find that balance between helping and giving and loving and your own boundaries and your own self-care. So I really resonate and I send love to all of the mums doing the absolute best to work through this balance because it can be really challenging. Um, and I have really good, really good close friends to me who I see this challenge daily with them and their new kids, new, new kids, newborns. <laughs> so totally sending, sending lots of love to all of you mums out there trying every day to find this balance. 
my recommendation if you are a new mum and struggling, just take a few breaths. Just every time you're feeling a little overwhelmed, just take a few moments for yourself. You can give that to yourself. A few moments of deep belly breaths to help you ground to work out what your next move is going to be. Okay, so going back to intentional living, intentional actions, intentional choices, this will really, really help us determine what is truly important. Like what are the things on our to-do list that we need to keep on there? or we want to keep on there, hopefully everything becomes a want, (laughs) and then discern between what we need and then what we can get rid of, the fluff, the stuff that isn't important. Another example, you need to call your friend. Why? Why? Ask yourself these questions. Sometimes you do need to call your friend. If your why is because you genuinely want to check in on them or you have a question to ask them, awesome. But are you putting that on your to-do list just because you feel bad if you don't call them? Like, why are you doing the thing that you want to do? Ask yourself why constantly and you watch your to-do list slowly, slowly shrink. So it's not a priority or it's definitely not helpful to do things just to be liked or because you feel bad or because you don't want to say no. This will lead to burnout. Doing things half ass. In other words, doing things with a maybe energy, doing things that you don't that you don't want to do, but you are saying yes to, this is the quickest and most effective way to lead to burnout. And I tell you from experience, because I have done this most of my life. When I was living in that state of fight or flight mode, survival mode, I was doing things. I was saying yes to everyone. I was helping all of these people. So in my head, I was like this awesome chick. I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm the best. I'm helping everyone. But I was totally depleted and I had no energy to give back to myself. So I wasn't taking care of myself. And I probably looking back, I wasn't really helping people in an authentic and genuine way. I was doing it to then be liked in return which wasn't helpful. Now, I wanted to bring up something that can happen and it is it's happening everywhere. It is happening within us all. If we are not living from a place of intention, if we are not consciously deciding what is a priority, what is serving us and what isn't. And that is cognitive dissonance. This is a term that I loved when learning about psychology when I was young. For those of you who don't know, (laughs) I actually went after school, after year 12, I thought I was going to be a psychologist. So I went to uni for eight months, did the things, did all the exams, and then realized, no, I don't want to be sitting behind a chair all day. I need to move. Hence why I became a PT. Hence why I'm now a yoga teacher. But it's funny how I've circled back to psychology. I've always had a passion for it. Anyway, I ramble. Going back to cognitive dissonance. So cognitive dissonance is the state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes. And this can happen so regularly if we are making decisions off a whim and if we aren't consciously aware of what we say, what we do, how we act, who we are. And if one or all are out of alignment with each other, your nervous system will feel, for example, if you want to be healthy, but then you don't eat a nutritious diet more times than not, for example, 
your nervous system will feel out of whack because your thoughts are, I want to be healthy. I want to go to the gym. I want to do all these things to feel good. But then your actions aren't in alignment to those thoughts. So then what naturally happens is there is this cognitive dissonance, this feeling of disalignment that maybe you might not be able to pinpoint what that is. It might turn up as an ache. It might turn up as a pain. It might turn up as just this feeling, this yuck feeling inside you that's like, oh, something feels disaligned. Something feels out of whack. Something just doesn't feel right. That is what I'm talking about. That is cognitive dissonance. So when you, for example, say yes when you mean no. So your thoughts are, no, I don't want to do that. No, that doesn't align with me. No, I don't want to hang out with you. Or I don't want to do that opportunity. Or actually that doesn't feel right. But then guess what? Your body and your actions are like, hell yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) It sounds so funny when you talk about it, but we literally do this every day. We literally are living from this unconscious place of doing things and having all of this stuff, this fluff on our to-do list that we don't actually want to do, that our beliefs, our morals, our values are saying, don't do it, don't do it, yet we do it anyway. So when we start to consciously act out of this place of intentional living, discerning, consciously discerning between what we want what we want to keep on our to-do list, and what we can let go of. This is how we get rid of cognitive dissonance and actually align our thoughts, our beliefs, and our attitudes all together, and it feels fucking good. (laughs) So I wanted to keep this episode nice and short, hopefully. (laughs) We'll see what this equals at the end of this podcast when I finished editing it. But I feel like this point is really simple. And I wanted to keep this episode really straightforward because when we live from a place of intention, a place of purpose, everything has a meaning. Everything, every time we do something, we understand why we're doing it. We start to get rid of the fluff, all of the extra things on our to-do list that don't actually help us, that don't lead us to our goals, to a deeper purpose or have a purpose in general. We only do the things that are consciously in alignment with our thoughts, our actions, our beliefs, our morals, our values. In the same way that I create my yoga classes, every single posture leading up to the peak pose or the goal or whatever it is, it's intentional. It is all intentional. Every breath, every movement, everything has a place. It's the same way that I want to live my life. And it's the same way that we can all live our life when every single thing on our to-do list, on whatever it is, our mental list, our cognitive load list, (laughs) when every single thing on that list has the why and the why is meaningful. The why is fueling our purpose. It's fueling our bodies with love and joy and happiness. Then we know that these things are a full body. Yes, they deserve a place on the to-do list. Otherwise, everything else, all the fluff, get rid of it. Get rid of it because it doesn't need to be there. We do not need to do every single thing that we think, quotation marks, we need to do. Because a lot of the stuff we think we need to do, we don't actually need to do. And look, I get it. Sometimes what we actually do need to do, it's a, it can be overwhelming. I'm going to say that on here because I totally get it. I have a lot of things that I would put on my must list or my need list, and sometimes even that can feel overwhelming. But hey, 
in those cases, that's different. We take a few deep breaths and maybe that's just a decision of breaking it down into smaller chunks. And I'll go into that in other episodes. But the bottom line here is intention. Everything needs to have an intention and that intention needs to align with your values, your values and your morals. If it doesn't, get it off the to-do list. I'm going to finish this episode, like all episodes, with a quote. And I've modified this quote a little bit to fit in with this podcast. (laughs) So the quote is this. If it is not a full body, yes. It is a full body, be the tortoise, no. If it is not a full body, yes. It is a full body, be the tortoise, no. No, no, no. Get it off. (laughs) All right, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Be The Tortoise. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will speak to you all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Be The Tortoise. If you've enjoyed this episode, if it's resonated with you in some way or maybe inspired you to take aligned action towards a slower life, I would absolutely love to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at your underscore wellness warrior. And if you'd like to hear future episodes, go ahead and subscribe and share it with a friend. Can't wait to speak to you next week. Bye.